Hey, what's going on, parents? Welcome back uh, to Teenager Tuesday. Very excited uh, that you are tuning in. As always, make sure that you like and share this. Um, man, I, I think we've got some great stuff coming up as well. Uh, Josiah from City Relief is going to come in and talk about serving as a family, as well as Summer Butler is going to come in uh, in a few weeks, and uh, she's going to talk about blended families. So please like and share this, including today's episode where we have uh, Aaron Frizzell. Happy to be here, man. Let's go. Aaron, how are you? I'm good. Now, I don't want to exaggerate. Uh, you have 14 children? Is that 43 it? children. 43, yes. No, I have three kids. I have a 17-year-old son, yep. a 12-year-old daughter, and a 6-year-old daughter. Man. Yep. That's a lot of hormones in the house. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I have to decide which stage I'm in. Yeah. If I'm like, Those are okay. literally like three literally different Very stages. distinct stages. Yeah. yeah. A senior. Yep. Who's graduating this year, right? He'll graduate just in December. In December, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I've got like almost out. an adult, yeah. middle school, yeah. all that fun world, yep. and then kindergarten. Which kid is your favorite kid? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all of them. All They're of all them. my favorite in uniquely different ways. That's right. Man, I can't wait to have a kid. <laughs> I want a kid so bad. You're going to be a great dad. Oh, You're man. Gonna it's going to be fun. But we're getting off topic. You can go uh, back to these podcasts and figure out how to... Exactly. Well, parenting's easy until you until you have a kid. Right. Um, so, luckily, I just I glean from other people's wisdom and, and hopefully just say what what people with experience and all that stuff say. And then if it doesn't work out, you can say, "Well, I blame them. I did what exactly. they told me to." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric, we're, we're here today. Uh, the topic for today, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, talking about having tough conversations. Yeah. Uh, and this is probably something that parents feel like they have to do quite often. It's probably a little bit different though from. Talking about following a rule, yeah, in like, hey, no, there's a rule, or you didn't meet this expectation, or whatever, versus like having a sit down, tough conversation, and maybe those two even kind of bleed together a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So like, how, how would you kick us off talking about? Yeah, this? I um, first of all, I'll just say this: I think parenting as a whole is, especially teenagers. We're specifically talking teens right now. Is there is no easy formula. So I don't even want to present the fact that I'm going to give you this formula. I'm going to give you practical things that I've learned, stuff I learned from my own father and mother. But I think having tough conversations, I think there's a learning process to all this too. Yeah. But I'll start off kind of, I wouldn't call this softball in the sense of it's not, it's, it's not that it's easy, but one of the conversations that our questions that were brought up was how do you, just when it comes to health, physical health, how do you, how do you get your kids to care about their physical health? Yeah. If maybe you care about your health physically um, and maybe they don't or they're a season they don't kind of care or maybe they have certain body image issues or whatever. How do you do that without, you know, making it a, a thing? Right. First, first word that came to my mind was integration. Okay. I think when it comes to any change. So about two and a half years ago, I went through a really pretty extreme health transformation myself. I yeah. drastically shifted nutrition yeah. which obviously made for conversations in my own with my own kids lost 65 pounds in 6 months and then good for you that that became a, of course a big thing in our family oh yeah yeah but then it, everybody asked me during that well man what do you get your kids to eat well yeah. first of all I'll tell them i integrate slowly my habits that may be more extreme on my end and say hey let's try this together or help me make this together mm. and see what you think about that yeah and then, and then just live it out. Yeah. Integrate it into my life. I didn't force them to do everything that I was doing. 
And I think that's the same way even in our faith. So when it comes to physical, integrate, 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 integrate. Make yeah. it something that becomes part of your life. Right. Instead of cold and turkey. Slowly over time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think slowly over time, yeah. they see the model. And then as you model it, they can look and go, well, I want to try this mm. or I want to do this with you. So I would say that leads into a bigger question. We're in this you know, deconstruction movement. Teenagers yeah. are already trying to establish it, much less deconstruct their faith. Yeah. How do you have those conversations? And I wanted to kind of, uh, I want to talk about from the perspective of something my dad taught me and okay. modeled really well. And it was the idea of reasoning. Um, allow your students to talk things out in a safe place where doubt does not make them feel dumb. Hmm. I think that's, that's so good. important. Because that doesn't make you feel dumb. Yeah, because I, I think that, that even, uh, you know, let's take us as, yeah. as leaders. If we walk into a room and maybe it's a big topic, even us, we're less likely to go, hey, Will, I'm, I man, I'm kind of kind of doubting my prayer life right yeah. now. You know, like we're supposed to be the examples. Now take a kid who really is trying to establish something. How do we create a safe space? And my dad did something really well. And I want to show you a scripture that he that he talked to me about when I was younger. Isaiah 118 says this. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Or there another version that says, let us reason together. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Now, yeah. obviously that gives some clarity to what he's going to do through redemption of what happens on the cross. Right, yeah. But the part that, uh, and this, this, this version of it says, settle the matter. But another version says, reason together. What I love about that that my dad did and my mom did was if I had a question and I was just dead set on it, like this is what I'm doing. Put in perspective, Jesus was the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. He didn't have a reason to reason. Yeah. Like he was the guy. He was truth. So to sit down and say, now I'm going to settle something for you when it comes to your sins, that they will be washed white as snow. But can we reason this out together? We Can we talk this through? Because here's the other part. John 8, 32 says, know the truth and the truth will set you free. The only way to embrace truth is to come to, to a place to accept that it is true and that does not ever happen by force. Yeah. Wait, and I think that's so big too. Like, because you're talking about Basically, don't don't talk down to them. Yeah, like they're yeah. making them feel like they're less than. Yeah, it's it's not like oh whatever you just don't know. Yeah, you're just young. You're just whatever. Yes. Instead of talking down, we're, uh, be strategic on on that vernacular to pull them up with you. Yes. Versus like yes, you don't know. I do. And this is what it is. Yeah. You know which parents do know. Yeah. A lot more than the kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's being comfortable with questions too. Yeah. Not being questioned, yeah, right? Yeah. But comfortable with questions. Yeah. I, I think the goal, at least in my mind, is to seek truth together, not just opinions or traditions. Yeah. I think that's a really tricky one. And we can kind of talk about that more in a second. But I think sometimes when we look, are we holding on to something? Have we looked at it and thought, no, that is a true statement for life. No matter what season you're in, that's a truth. Or are we comfortable enough to go, you know what? I kind of feel that way. I Let's use one that I remember as a student pastor. I kind of feel like you're not supposed to wear a hat in church. Oh, yeah. But is that a tradition yeah. or is it truth? But how many arguments have been started with <laughs> uh -huh. church people yeah, or parents yeah. like, yeah. take that hat off right yeah, now? Yeah. You know? It's well, like Robert and I talked about last week of like, 
oh, every church used to have pews. Now no churches have pews. And people argued about that, of that movement. Absolutely. Yeah. So in the in these tough conversations, I like this because it kind of builds on, Robert talked about deconstructing. And this is like, you're kind of talking again about meeting people in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you an illustration. If you get on a roller coaster and and you put the buckle on, say it's one that goes upside down, you lock it in and you and you got the belt buckle on. Biggest thing that you do when you first do that is you're going to push against it for one reason. You want to know if I'm safe. Yeah. Don't be surprised when you buckle your kids in truth if they push against it to make sure they're safe. Because ultimately, they want to feel safe in their future when you're not around. But I want to give some, uh, because I I know we don't have a ton of time. Let me give you some practical things. Uh, First of all, discuss it before you defend it. Mm. Make it a topic where you can say, hey, let's talk again. Let's reason together. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I would say this. Tell your stories of your own doubt yeah. so they know it's okay. Yeah, Let them see the side of vulnerability to go, yeah, you know what? Man, this is something I struggled with until God did this in my life. Right, yeah. um, three, breathe when it feels like an attack. Literally, <sighs> yeah. take a deep breath yeah. and go, Don't okay, act in anger. Yeah. It's not against me, yeah. but... They just want their way. Yeah, right? it's. Uh, I heard one time somebody said, uh, "You can't see your reflection in a boiling in boiling water." So the idea of you you can't truly that's see a good way of it. like what you're trying to say when you're when you're boiling. You know, uh, so let true. let the waters calm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I say number four: let let truth defend itself. Mm. Like sometimes yeah. when you just put truth out there, it's we don't have to get into convincing mode. Just say, let's walk this out and see what see see how this truth plays out yeah. in your life. Um, li- li- this one is so good. I heard a counselor tell me this for years ago. Live your values and hold true to them, and your kids will eventually repeat you. Mm. I think that's true. Yeah. Remember, as parents, we we listen. You referenced this early. We listen through the lens of our life experience, mm-hmm. but the, our students are asking or talking from a lens of curiosity. Yeah. Which Even I love if they're that perspective, you know, yeah. no, this is the way it is. Like, well. But you're still curious. Yeah, they're trying right? to figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Last thing is hold tight to truth, but hold tradition open-handed. Yeah. I'll tell you last illustration. My ki- my son, <clears throat> one day we were having a discussion. He was super frustrated about something. And I and I think all of our kids were kind of getting all up in arms. And I said, all right, come here, come here, come here, come here. And we have a very heavy, heavy dining room table. <clears throat> and I said, Jackson, pick this entire table up by yourself. And of course he can. And then I, Ivy, at the time, she's like four. Pick this up by yourself, you know. And, and I kind of, and you're like, come on. Yeah, I was like, push it. And then, it, and then she fell over. No, but we kind of did that. And I said, okay, now everybody get around, everybody grab an edge, and let's pick it up. And that illustration for them was, it had to do with picking up things in our home because the home, the house looked like a wreck. And we we're yeah. like, just you know, pick up your laundry and your dishes yeah, and whatever. Yeah. But the goal was. That became a value that now even my children will go, hey, dad, I'm going to go help pick up the table. Uh, it's cool. stuck with that's them. That's cool. And I think in our lives, the more things that we just live in front of them, illustrate it, put language, put pictures around it, yeah. eventually they're going to get down the road and go, okay, I got it. Yeah, that's cool. It. So That's cool. Which you I hope, hope that's right? helpful. Hopefully down the line. I hope that's the truth. They say I, I hope got that's it. the case. For, not for lack of trying on the parents' end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which is why you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Because, you know, as parents, we want to get better. Always, always. learn. Yeah. Always, always. Learn. Uh, hey, as always, remember, uh, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you, and so are we. Have a great week, y'all. Yeah.